Welcome to C-Suite Radio. This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th. And it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. Brett Allen here. Thanks, everybody, for watching and listening. We have a very special guest today. This is very fun and very cool. A little bit of nerding out here. Uh, <laughs> we're chatting with veteran actor Sean Whalen about his newest project, uh, Crust, Sometimes Life Socks. It's a feature <laughs> horror that you have spearheaded from tip to tail. So congratulations on that. Yes, yes. Um, I, uh, am producing, I, uh, co-wrote it. I am directing it and I am starring in it. Yes. So. And a news release just came out that you have championed your smiling, uh, Alan Ruck. Let's talk yeah. about that. Succession. Um, yes. And, uh, well, we have a longer history than that. We are, uh, we were in the same truck together in Twister. Yes. Yes. The guys in charge of uh, guiding the team. And um, that's where we met. That's how we became friends. And um, I had asked him back in the day if he would like to do it. And uh, back, not back in the day, sorry, like about a year or so ago. And he said, yeah, I'd love to be part of a directorial debut. In a, in a very quick text. And, and so you never really know. And then he went off to shoot the final season or the, the season and they flew, you know, they take them all over the world, right? And we were trying to get together for like a breakfast or a lunch in the holidays. And unfortunately, uh, the fam their family got, got ill and we, you know, missed windows there. And then he was back to succession and I was like, oh, I can't really, you know, my producers are like, is he doing it? Is he doing it? And I was like, I can't press this right i just can't and a few a uh, couple weeks ago i pressed and he goes oh yeah, yeah yeah no problem and again it all sounds good and people are busy on sets and oh I, and yeah it's always you, know, you don't really know right so then i called him last week and he goes oh absolutely i'll call my people i'll tell them to do it and uh and i said um you know uh he said, um, you know, yes, it's fine. And I go, have you read it? And he goes, eh, no, no, but I trust you. It looks really fun. And I told him how well the Indiegogo was going. And then he just said, yep, I'll call my people. Just announce me when you want to. And it's all good. 100% trust and faith, which was so moving and meaningful to me. And, you know, for people, I've been on uh, TikTok lately since 2020. And the people who love Twister just talk about him and I all the time. Yeah, you guys are very popular oh, on that. Yeah. Yeah. And so to be able to say that to him and him just blindly having faith in me 100% is so cool. I, I honestly don't think he's read the script yet because he's been so busy, he just got home. <laughs> but he was totally down with it 100%. So 
I'm very, very happy that he's going to be a part of it. He brings a credibility to my cast, um, which I've already had an incredible cast. D uh, Danny Roebuck, Alyssa Rose, Ricky Dean Logan, Rebecca Kennedy, who's hot off of Two Witches. Like we are, we've got, I've, I just made sure that I had really good actors and he just adds to that mix. Daniel's great. He was on the show for the Munsters and yes. we had such a great conversation. I mean, Matlock of all things. Yeah. You do have a fantastic cast. And the fact that you, I mean, you've been in this industry. How long have you been an actor? Like, I, I mean, obviously people know you so from Twister, but you've I mean, done I, I started, I mean, like, you know, I'm not counting, you know, uh, high school or things like that, but I got, um, I started training at the Groundling Theater in 87. Okay. I Winter of 87, January of 87, and I got my first commercial, my first SAG commercial in 89. Okay. Um, and then uh, and then from there, um, I got my first movie. These were commercials I did for a couple of years, and my first movie was People Under the Stairs in 91. And I, But I have my SAG card since 1989. Was that an immediate thing that you had to do because of the commercials? You had to get a SAG card well, right away? Yeah, I mean, you kind of do um, because it, the first one you got back in the day, it's called Taft-Hartley, and, and actually Sally Field talked about that. Um, but you uh, you get a Taft-Hartley, which means you're eligible. Okay. But by the time you get a second SAG job, you must join. Okay. So I started doing well in commercials, and so I think I got a commercial, you know, earlier in the year like in fall but by a few weeks later i had booked another one so i had to join so yeah sometimes they i've heard they make you do it right away just kind of depending well that's very they cool don't they don't now i mean um but but they do it they do it if you get two jobs in a row yes you have to get it yeah so cool well let's talk about crest this is your baby you've been working on this thing for quite some time i recall you, I mean, you've been talking about it a lot. You have essentially through the Indiegogo financed this film on your own with the help of other people. We're not done yet. We're, the, you always put a goal that this is the bare minimum you could actually, yeah. but my goal has always been higher around a hundred thousand. And so, uh, and that, that, that's still very low for movie making. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> that's, but, that's but, not a lot of money. <laughs> that's not a lot of money for making a movie. So I, we're still going, we're still going strong, but back in 2015, I, at the end of 2015, I, my wife and I had been separated. We had divorced and I, um, had, we sold our house in 2015 and we went into a, I went into an apartment and uh, my daughters were in their early, early teens. And that was very heartbreaking to me to have them go into the holidays in like the divorced dad apartment, you know, that wasn't a home necessarily, you know what I mean? It wasn't, it didn't feel like a home. And we had done so many cool things for Halloween and Christmas in our house and very specific things that we just couldn't do anymore. Um, I think the overwhelm of the move, I think the overwhelm of my new relationship, like they say, the five stressors are divorce, moving, new relationship. Uh, and I was, you know, and there's two others, like I think death and whatever. And I had done three of them. And so it just got to me. I had a, I went into a depression and anxiety state for several months. And when I got out of it, I had a lot of feelings. I had a lot of anger and frustration, but not to anyone or anything in particular. Um, and I had pitched this idea a long time ago 
someone was saying, horror is expensive. And I literally right off the cuff of my head, I said, what are you doing in a laundromat where the guy takes the socks out of the laundromat and then, you know, it turns into a sock monster. And I never thought about it again. This was like, I probably said that five years before this, like 2010. And then all of a sudden uh, I went and um, talked to some people and they're like, you should add a pet. And I go, a pet? Like, I couldn't really get out of bed or put on my shoes or, you know, I couldn't have cared for a pet. And I go, well, a pet a pet that was super loyal and took care of all my problems and enemies, that would be cool. And then I just had those two ideas kind of coalesce and go, oh, I should do that sock monster movie. And then I uh, went to do Ugly Sweater Party with Aaron Mento, who's an amazing indie filmmaker. He makes, uh, please check out his stuff, Ugly Sweater Party. And uh, that's where I met him. But he shot me out in a full day, put me on green screen and I was throughout the whole movie as a ghost or whatever, it was so cool. And I thought, God, these guys are doing it. I, I have to do this. And so I, I just, it just started to pour out of me. I just started writing that script and it poured out of me. It was incredible. Um, and I had a, my good friend from, for many years was there writing it with me. who was very tough on, you know, logic and things working out. And I knew he'd be the perfect foil for this. Cause I knew I was going to just go, Bleh, you know, and I did, and, and you know, we just made, every time I write comedy with anyone that I've written with my good friend, Doug Van Bever, we've done some Lifetime stuff and things like that, and we did a play together. But the only caveat we have is if we're not laughing at the jokes, then it doesn't stay in the script, you know? Yeah. We don't allow it to stay. And then, you know, I tried to get together with Aaron and Felissa, and we tried to make it happen, and um, we just didn't know what we were doing. We tried to do an Indiegogo. We only got a few thousand. I'm, luckily, I still have that info so I can help the people who give the the initial um, funding. And then uh, it just went through iterations over the years. Other producers loving the script, but, you know, saying, change it, do this, do that, sure. you know. And, and the whole idea to me was, you know, I'm not making it for the shelves of Walmart or international distribution or... So, you know, it's hard to tell investors... I'm not making it for you to make a lot of money. I'm making right. it. That's what they don't want to hear. <laughs> they don't want to hear that. But I say I'm making it for the people who love cult movies. I know Felicity has become one of my good friends because of Sleepaway Camp. You know, me and me and my friend Doug, who I mentioned earlier, we saw that in a movie theater in, in 82, you know, or 83. And, and we loved it so much. We shared it with our family and friends and I loved it. And my wife loves Rocky Horror Picture Show. And I came from People Under the Stairs and these are all cult movies. And But the people who love them, love them. So I don't care if you don't like my movie. It's okay. It just doesn't mean it's for you. It's right. not for you. This is for the person who comes home from their party or, or they're home late at night and they have an adult gummy and or adult beverages and they're sitting around and they turn on this funny movie and the next week they go dudes you have to come over or i gotta come to your place and we have to watch this it's so fun that's who i'm making it for and the horror community is just so into that and when i was at a recent horror conventional horror convention at mad monster party you know usually when you're making a new movie they go oh i see you're making a new movie and i'm glad so-and-so's in it and i'm glad so-and-so's in her i'm so so glad so-and-so wrote it and directed it but everybody came up to me and said, I'm so curious and excited to see this movie because I love the story. Mm. And, you know, it deals with mental health issues because the guy's depressed and I may be partnering up with some uh, 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 mental health advocate kind of group that does entertainment to, to talk about that aspect of it. 
So it's, it's, uh, you know, very near and dear to my heart. And it's really touching a nerve with people because I think people want to see something new and fresh and they're sick of the comic book movies and they're sick of, you know, look at cocaine bear. It's like what everybody needs right now. You know, yeah, that's a great movie, by the way. <laughs> it, I'm so excited to see it. I, uh, I'm so mad at my daughter. She's making me wait till she comes home next week. And I'm like, because I want to see with her crowd, you know, a bunch of people. Because uh, it seems like such a fun crowd movie. Um, but but I think that's what people are just looking for fun, yeah. you know, and, and engagement in that way. So um, and so early on when I another as I kept going, um, I definitely uh, had a moment where I talked to my manager and I said, listen, I'm going to I'm going to produce it. I'm going to uh, I'm going to star in it. I co-wrote it. And he goes, yeah. And I go what? He goes, no one cares unless you direct it. And I go, seriously? And he goes, yeah, unfortunately. And I thought, well, I can't do it. But then I saw this documentary with Ron Howard and he just said, you know, actors should direct. Yeah. He said, because you know more than you think, but two, you're just afraid of the camera and the technical part. He goes, but A, you know more than you know, but B, just get a good director of photography and they will help you. And as I'm working with my director of photography, we're planning out each shot now because I have to get that out of the way. Then I have to get my actors all in line. And then I have to work on my acting. So to get all that stuff out of the way, so then when we shoot, we're as, as prepared as we can be, I am really realizing I know what I like. I'm, I'm, I'm having open frames. I'm shooting it in black and white. And open frames mean I'm not going to do a lot of close-ups and cutaways. There's going to be people actually having experiences right in front of you, you know, long takes of real dialogue happening in the moment. Like that's what we're going for. So uh, I, 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 I guess I do have a vision of what I really like and all the movies that influence me. I love, I love do the right thing by Spike Lee. I love young Frankenstein. I love, you know, early Woody Allen movies, amazing filmmaker, not a great person. I know, trust me, I know. But, but the way he would open up the camera and have people talk, Tar, the new movie Tar with uh, Todd Field, who's a friend from Twister, you know, leaving it open so people can see actual experiences. I'm an actor-director, so it's very important to me, you know? I get it. I get it. Well, that's fantastic. I can't wait. I'm certain it will be wonderful. Well, let's talk a little bit about your career because you have been a part of so many projects Mm -hmm. And I see you on TikTok and social media quite often yeah. answering questions and talking to people about all the many things. It seems to be there's different genres that people know you from. I'm curious when you go to these conventions or you meet people, are you able to spot right away like how they know you from or what they yeah. know you from? Okay, yeah. you do. When I walked like a, a woman in their 25 to 35, you know, will see me and they go, how do I know you? And I go, never been kissed. And they're like, yes. Or it's like a 20 something. And I go, how do I know you? And I go Disney channel. And they're like, yes. And then uh, the African-American community will come up and they're like, how do I know you? I say people under the stairs or uh, people with big black t-shirts and tats and piercings and they go how do i know you and i go people under the stair <laughs> you know like i know and then there's the 40 and yeah. above crowd that knows you from twister. twister yes and so <laughs> okay. i really it's funny like i know how, how people you know know me from different di different things so and i'm very blessed that way you know i'm very that's blessed cool that so uh, you're 
different genres. Yeah. I mean, it just it runs the gamut. So your current wife, did she know your work? Was she familiar? Because I know you had, she knew, had um, her on before on your socials. That's why I ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She knew, or I guess my mother-in-law uh, loves Twister. Okay, well, everybody does. <laughs> yeah. So she, yeah, so she watched that. Um, and she knew me from Never Been Kissed. But it okay. wasn't like, you know, she wasn't like a super fan or anything. But I did meet her at a convention. So oh, that, uh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, but she wasn't looking for me. She was with other people, and um, and we had a great time. We 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 when we met, uh, we had met before at a convention, but we were both uh, ending our marriages at that time. Nothing was, you know, we just met each other very friendly uh, after a karaoke thing, and then later, I um, later I uh, saw her a couple years later I'd been divorced and we got together that weekend we she lived in Pennsylvania I lived in LA we did long distance for two years then wow. she moved out here and uh, it's been great ever since so that's awesome and the kids do they appreciate your work Sean are they like this is yeah. awesome or are they like yeah. we don't care <laughs> okay so I first of all they didn't like horror at all so a lot of that and and you know I was I played a lot of creepy characters and things yes. like that. They they loved it when I got to bring them to the set of Wizards of Waverly Place and they got to meet Selena Gomez. Of course. I was shooting. They didn't care at all. They were like, we want to go to the dressing room. You know, they were only like, you know, five and seven or whatever. But I saw this great, the great interview with Bruce Springsteen and uh, Howard Stern that they even put on HBO because it was so powerful. It was so good. And they said, what do you, same question. And Bruce Springsteen said, you know, they don't care that I'm playing in front of 50,000 people or doing a European tour with Wembley state. They want to know, are you going to be able to take me to my friend's house tonight? Yeah. Are you going to be able to, you know, uh, make sure that I'm able to get this done or to, I'm, I'm their dad. I'm yeah. their dad. And they just don't see the work. And in fairness, I try to find out as much, you know, what my daughters do. And I ask them when they're in school, with their classes and stuff, but they have a whole life that, you know, They'll call me and say, oh, I got an A on a test. And I go, great. And I'll say, hey, I just got a crust is going to get funded. I'm going to make it. And they go, great. You know what I mean, it's the same thing. Um, they just want you to be their father. And yeah, so I think that's key. Not a dismissal. There was a time that my youngest daughter was very excited about it. She was like, oh, she was so cute. She was like five. And anytime someone would talk to me about movies, she'd get a big smile and scoot over and stand next to me and hold my hand and be like, ooh, this is really exciting. I think that lasted about six months. And ever since, you know, I, again, they just, if you're their father, they want you to be their father. They don't care about the other things. They don't matter as much, you know? So, uh, but they like never, I mean, you know, they'll call me because they're traveling. My daughter lives in Boston. She'll travel and she goes, watching a movie and she'll be like wait a minute you were in charlie's angels and i go yeah she goes i was watching it on the plane and there you were and like they just don't you know they they and then it doesn't mean they don't love me or anything right I it's just, just normal for them yeah you know what what are you gonna say like i can't take you to my your friend's house but i'm playing this stadium they're like i want to go to my friend's house <laughs> yeah I, mean? so, I get it I get it. Yeah, well, this... it just made me feel so much better when he said that because I thought, oh, I That's get cool. it. Yeah, it was very cool. Awesome. Well, one last question. And I think you've probably been asked this a lot, but 
just for grins and giggles, what do you know about this Twister sequel? Do you know anything about it? What's the I deal? Is it real? Is it like internet yes. rumors? Okay. No, no, no. It's it's definitely got a green light. It's starting in like a month, I think. Okay. Month, six weeks. Um, I know that they, you know, their casting has gone out and they're definitely looking for young 20-somethings, which that's what we were. Um, I don't know if Helen's involved, I think she may be to some degree, but in terms of us, we haven't heard a thing or I haven't heard a thing. So I do not think they're bringing back the old cast or if they are, they're going to, you know, secretly slide it in. And we, do. but as of right now, I don't know. I don't think the original cast is in it at all. From my understanding, I may be wrong, but that's what I understand. I know fans are not happy about that, but you know, you never know, but supposedly there was such a good script that Spielberg kind of greenlit it immediately and got it right into production. So that's always fun. But, you know, it bums me out that you wouldn't have us just pop in there for a second, but it doesn't, you know, look, more power to him and it's not going to change. It's, I really don't think it's going to change the fandom for the original. No, just, you know, you can't beat it. You can't beat and, it. And, and, you know, me and Alan doing this movie together, this is our reunion anyway. Chef's and, kiss. Well, congratulations. Yeah. It's been well, a true... Before you go, know, though, I want to say something, please. I would yes. like to say this. Um, we're not done. We want to make the movie, like I said, I want to make the movie for the fans who appreciated my horror and comedy through the years. But what I'd like to say is that um, since we're not done, you can still help us make the movie we want to make. Please go to Indiegogo.com and then put in Crust, and you can get anything from $5 up to, you know, several hundred dollars if you want to get something cool from the movie and also um if there's a one called special thanks now it's 25 dollars, and that's you know less than a movie at olive garden less than a meal at olive garden 25 dollars, and you'll have your name on this hopefully historic cult movie for as long as it lives but if i get a thousand of those my fans i did a i, I did a poll and said would you rather see me get a man wax body paint or dress up and drag into a drag show. And everybody overwhelmingly said a drag show. And I said, <laughs> okay, so if I hit a thousand, I will do a drag show. So go there, get the $25 and, you know, cause more than world problems, you want to see Sean Whalen in a drag show. <laughs> yeah. Who does it? Awesome. Well, I appreciate your time and congratulations on all this. It's been an honor chatting. Well, thank you so much, Brett. Thank you for having me. Absolutely.